What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Matt. Seth. And Kyle. Welcome to episode 272. 272? I know. Oh, shit. I'm getting way up there. When I get up on 300, when you're doing uh, your uh, top 10. 500. <laughs> <laughs> you push it back 100 no, no. 200 every time we get 300, I'm getting a tattoo on my ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> of Gerard Butler. <laughs> of Leonidas himself. <laughs> 400, Seth is blowing me, and 500, <laughs> 500 is when I'm going to release my top 10. Oh, so okay. it's all in the plan. It's all in the plan. But uh, yeah, welcome to episode 272. Tonight we will be reviewing Ready Player One straight out of the theater. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like yeah. what? 30 minutes ago? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it ended a little after 9. It's 9.28 right it now. It just wrapped. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the worst kind, man. It's kind of fun, too, because I have no idea what I'm going to say. Right. It's like a train wreck right now. i got a yeah. lot of thoughts in my head. A lot. Your mind changes a lot, even in like 24 hours after you've seen a movie, about mm-hmm. how you're going to feel about it. So. Exactly. But first... Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. Seth, Critics with Attitude? Yeah, so when we broadcast in the Dragon's Lair, which we are, um, there's two rules. Um, one, spoilers are always abound. So, guys, if you haven't seen Ready Player One, you should probably stop listening because we're going to talk all about it. We're going to spoil everything. It just came out, too. Exactly. It just happened. Go check it out. Then come back and listen to us. The other rule is is that uh, sometimes there's some locker room talk. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. That. Oh. That. hey <laughs> Fucking yeah. Chucky. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so it's, it's right there. Yes. So yes. That's a line from the movie. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Look what I did there. <laughs> Fourth walls. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, only one announcement, and that is that we are moving all announcements to the end of the episode. Ooh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so uh, we're going to try to see if that fits better, you know? I think it might. Yeah, so one thing I've learned doing these podcasts is you can't be afraid to change, you know? Just fucking switch it around. If people don't like it, yeah. You should see some, You should hear, hear some of the first <laughs> yeah, episodes. Exactly. Definitely change <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be listening for some feedback, um, so tell us your thoughts on that. Um, but guys, Ready Player One, where was this on your hype meter? Were you excited? You know, is it uh, Infinity War, Star Wars level? Where was this for you, Seth? Well, I mean, I did my top ten. I think it was... Was it on there? I can't remember. Yeah, (laughs) I think it was... uh, We got got top fives and top tens coming out of our ass. Exactly. (laughs) I want to say it was either second or third on my top ten list, if I remember right. (laughs) Somewhere around in there. Yeah, I know. It cracked the top five. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even make it on my uh, top anticipated. Oh. Yeah. Like, I didn't even give it an honorable mention, only because Spielberg, for me hasn't made a good movie since i mean okay his movies are good mm-hmm. like you know uh bridge of spies is good it's adequate it's they're, not that, they're not that go see it like yeah that. it hasn't hit a jurassic park in a long time that's what that's i'm talking what about yeah like um and i think the last movie i probably really enjoyed uh was probably munich you know mm-hmm. like bridge of spies adventures of 1010 bfg it just it hasn't been spielberg for me it's been on spielberg on autopilot like, I think he could direct these movies in the fucking dark, you know? Um, but I will say, I don't know why I got that Spielberg fever this week, last couple days, last three days, I have been pumped as shit for this movie. So I, I don't know. But yeah, I was excited last three days. Um, what about you, Matt? It was pretty high on my list before I say I saw the trailer, I would say, because I was a big fan of the book. And uh, I mean, I knew going in that it wouldn't be faithful to the book. And uh, it turned out... The premise is the same, character is the same, general idea is the same, but yeah, that's about it. Um, but yeah, I was still looking forward to it because it still looks pretty cool. And I was hoping that, um, you know, what we got from the trailer wasn't the extent of what the movie was, and it wasn't. So, I mean, I, 
I, yeah, we'll get to the review later, of course, but I mean, uh, I liked it more than I thought it would. I tell you what, too, I was getting burnt out with all the fucking, um, the media blitz. You had, uh, the avatars within Mm -hmm. this game world, this, this movie hanging from a cliff, like Goonies say anything Mm -hmm. with a jam box. I'm like, God damn, they're really pushing this thing out there. Uh, what'd you think, Kyle? Uh, it was one of my more anticipated movies. If you cut out all the comic book stuff, it probably would have been at the top, but you know, Infinity War and stuff's going to be up there for me. Uh, and I, I've been reading the book the last like week or so. And the more I read the book, the more I got excited for this movie because it's, it's a really good book. And, uh, but the more I read the book, I also thought, there's no fucking way you can pull this off on screen, which made me more excited to see, like, how the fuck is he going to make this possible to, to put in front of my face uh, on a movie screen? Did anybody else read the book? I did, just, yes. Just, you I did? did? Okay. No, I did. I did a while ago. You did? Okay. So I want to limit our comparisons, you know, because right. since this is the movie experience, mm-hmm. but real quick, guys, I just want to, yes. let's just get this out of the way. Okay. Was the book captivating? Yes. Because, I mean, yes. I knew it uh, It made tons of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ernest Klein's actually working on a sequel right now, oh, yeah. which um, I'm actually pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, but uh, was uh, what were some of the big changes? Uh, I mean, there's a, a lot. lot. A lot. Pretty really much lot? all of it. I mean, really, like, all the challenges are different except mm-hmm. for the very last mm-hmm. challenge, but even that's pretty for deviated. For the yeah. better? No. Okay. That's, In that's my a, opinion. Okay, that's a bummer. What do you think? Um, and we don't have to get into details, but just for the better or not. I would say probably not. Um, I mean, I don't mind so much, I guess, the Easter egg stuff, but it fe- I feel like the world building in the book was a lot better than the world building in the movie. Although I do admire a lot of the world building that they did attempt in the movie, um, especially through production design. Um, but yeah, the... I'm trying to think... I mean, there were, uh, like, a lot of people I know, like, joke about how many references there are in Ready Player One, and there are, um, but just the feel I got from, I think this, the story, I think, in the, in the book, I liked a lot more overall. I recall that. So. And, and for me, I knew this movie was either going to live or die, for me, mm-hmm. um, on the world building, mm-hmm. okay? And I did have a lot of fun, so a lot of things I'm going to just give a pass for now until I can see it again because yeah. I don't know if the information is on the screen and I just I just didn't catch it. Okay. But in the book, did they explain how this world works more, like yeah. respawns uh, and things like that? Yeah. that's what I Basically, uh, Oasis is like uh, pretty much the real world for people. So I don't think they conveyed that well enough in the movie, but like, where Oasis is everyone life everyone is on oasis poor middle class the the rich like everyone is on it doing their own thing so like our main character in the book he's poor but he's still a part of the game he's just super low level and like you can buy stuff in the game so like real world mimics what's in the game based off of you know your stature in society i guess but you could be a low life but still be a high level character but you can find a you can find this key and catapult yourself okay. up into the top so do they go just, over like, respawns like and stuff like that because yeah, like, if you die if you die in the game you start over like you lose does everything. it say how long you lose you can, everything? you can immediately start over you lose all your money you lose all your like armor so that sucks if that you're you on that what uh, Doom World, Doom World, yeah. Right. Because if you get if you get nailed there, you're fucking done, right? Exactly. Okay, because I was worried. I was wondering about respawns, and then like, um, did they have to build up to get the? Because um, remember in the movie they said something about uh, I got the Millennium Falcon. If you want, yeah. Right, and I'm thinking, 
Okay. It's probably just because there's so many people gathering shit for them uh-huh. and then just giving it to him because mm-hmm. it's a corporation. Because Millennium, Millennium, Millennium Falcon's yeah. huge, mm-hmm. right? But so is, you would think, is the DeLorean Iron Giant. So I, I'm kind of confused within the movie what's yeah. a mod and what's... Um, you know, the actual the, the, the one. balance. The, the, right, the so a lot balance. of things are mods. Um, I think it, within the book, like the, the, the big robots are all things that you have to like get. You have to, like, unlock those when you find one of the keys. You, like, can take a, a robot. Um, but other than that, like, everything else is kind of modded. Like, they show it very little bit, but Percival, Percival's, um, he drives the DeLorean, but it's not strictly the DeLorean. If you see the front of it, it's got that red bar going back and forth because it's mixed with Kit, and Kit can talk to him while he's in the mm-hmm. car, and it's mixed with another vehicle. I don't remember, but he has a spaceship at one point. It's the Millennium Falcon that he drives around in. So like, okay, cool. Because all they, that wait, stuff that they references because in the in movie the when they dropped, we can get you the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, because he looks at him like, oh my god, that's awesome, which it is. But you see him with the you know DeLorean, the Iron Giant. You can turn into Gundam. You can do all this other yeah. stuff. So I was like, you know, but you got to pay for that shit. Yeah, that's why, so that's like, why so I wish it was. Uh, I wish that was um, a little bit more, more explained. Apparent. Yeah, mm-hmm. more apparent within the movie. But okay, guys, real quick, a uh, little bit ahead of ourselves here, but moment of truth. Fresh out of the theater, what were you thinking? This is, this is a Spielberg movie. Did Ready Player One capture that Spielberg magic? Not right at the beginning. Okay. It's, it, it felt pretty slow going for me. Um, it just took a while for me for it to build, I think. Uh, just uh, developing character setting, all that. And, um, so what I'm, were you thinking out of the theater? Out of the theater, I mean, I really liked a lot because, I mean, it wrapped up really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it took a while to get there. I okay. Felt, yeah. I'm going to say, I think this is going to be a movie that um, will really grow on people. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, Speed Racer. I'm not a big fan of Speed Racer, but Speed Racer is a movie that has a lot of cult status. I think this one's even going to surpass uh, Speed Racer and some of those other movies like that. I think it's going to have that cult status, but it's going to go beyond that, you know? Uh, but I think Spielberg... He took some chances here, and I haven't read the book, but um, I, it, it took me a while to warm up to yeah. it as well. But after I went with this ride, I, yeah. I had a fun time. I think this is a unique fucking world. That yes, I was yes, I was definitely. really happy to – it felt so fresh, mm-hmm. you know, like with all – with Infinity War coming out and Solo. You know, we yeah. got all these Star Wars movies. I was like, man, I can get behind this franchise. Yeah. I think um, if, they, if they decide to do a Ready Player 2, Ready Player 3 mm-hmm. – I, leaving the theater, I was like, I watched something that I, I don't know where I'm exactly going to score it yet. And I don't have my full scope here of like, you know, my feelings because I need to see it a couple more times. So there's a lot of shit on the screen. My favorite movie of last year was Lego Batman. Okay. The first time I watched Lego Batman, there was so much going on on the screen. It was like information overload. And I have a feeling that Ready Player One is going to have that same effect. You know, if you just watch it once and you walk out, you're like, I don't know what I just saw. I think there's a lot of things you're going to be able to, to pick up a second viewing. I really enjoyed my time in the theater more so than what I thought. Did I love it? Not for sure yet, but I really did enjoy my time. Seth? So, I thought it was fun. I thought it was all right. There's only one scene that felt like Spielberg magic to me, and that was when the yeah. uh, when uh, they first meet on the... Um, the rooftop. On the rooftop, yeah, and they're talking to each other. Yeah. And, like, she, he almost kisses her, and then she gets up and runs off. I'm like, there it is. There's that, like, grow- coming-of-age like growing up that, uh, that that he's known for, I feel like, and, and trying to capture that essence of the 80s. But other than that, I felt like that it was just, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, there was nothing that just like, oh man, 
Yeah. Oh, Let me back crazy. you up on that too, because yeah. I feel like that too. I don't feel that the Spielberg magic is there, but yeah. I think that this is his best movie in a fucking decade. Mm-hmm. Um, at least tapping into the um, the fun Spielberg. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love it more than you know BFG or yeah. or Adventures of Tintin. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's not that Jurassic Park Spielberg magic, but it's a very unique. You know what it feels like? It feels like Spielberg doing a Paul Verhoeven. If that makes sense, like, yeah, like, yeah. like it's not Paul Verhoeven. It doesn't feel like Paul Verhoeven, right. but it feels like Spielberg kind of channeling a Paul Verhoeven in, yeah. in a way. And what do you right. think? Uh, I was kind of middle of the road with it, um, and, and I don't, I don't know how much you know reading the book played into it, and it, how much they changed um, with where my head's at on it. And I, I think it, uh, it was missing that like that spark. I think the pacing is a little weird. Uh, sometimes it's moving a little faster than it needs to, and sometimes it's moving a little slower than it needs to. The movie was yeah. incredibly long for it, no yeah. It's reason. it's a two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't feel the length as much. I, did, I didn't yeah. when it was over. I didn't feel like it was two and a half hours, and it still felt like I needed way more information. If mm-hmm. that's like, I was like, man, that could have used. I'm more feeling that too. I'm feeling. I could like I could have used another half hour, but I would have felt that half hour. I think yeah. they just dedicated sense. too much crap. To, uh, or too much time to bullcrap that I, w- I would yeah, have shortened sure. up that battle at the end and I thought Absolutely. That, Probably. the whole chase scene with him going around and he should be dead because he hit his head yeah. like in the uh, in that truck they could have lo- like cut back five minutes of that too that, like um, and then give us some more world building. I yeah, think it, that it, didn't, it, it didn't build its suspenses properly no. to you know even the time that they spent on them. It was just like yeah, I, we know where this is going. Like the more time you spend on it, it's not adding any suspense. Yeah, I probably would have trimmed the uh, first uh, the first challenge. Uh, challenge. Yeah, definitely with the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think it went on a little bit too long, especially since I mean that's my least favorite because I mean there's nothing. Uh, there's no character building moments there. I don't think it just felt more definitely it was just like a video game cutscene more than anything else. And um, right. I mean, the second time around, yes, you got where you found out how to beat the challenge, and it it was a nice emotional payoff when you finally got the first when uh, Parcel finally got the first key. But all the stuff leading up to it, it it didn't really connect with me. Yeah, very much I, I at do all. have a, like him finding the uh, the clues. Seem yeah. like it happened too easy. Yeah, for him. yeah. I mean, yeah. well, in the in the book, like, and they they address this in the movie. It's five years before anybody finds the first key. Wow. They 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 go past it real fast. Like, oh, it's been five years since. Yeah, and that's the sh- that's the reason I want to see it again right. because I think I missed a lot of little stuff like that. Right. So, and that makes sense. Like, there's five years before anybody finds the first key, and then once people start finding that, then everyone else starts finding the first key, and then it's there's in the the book. There's like another year and a half gap before anybody finds the second key. Okay. So but, like, they find time. it fucking immediately. So like, way more time is passing. Yeah, there's, like, yeah. a bunch of passage of time in between them finding the key. I really want to read this now, too. Let me ask you I this, you okay, because I, I missed something here where, um, say that uh, Matt, myself, and you, Kyle, we're, um, we find the key separately, mm-hmm. all right? Is it the person with all three keys? I miss. I missed that. Did you? Any, that one anybody person? can find the key. So oh, okay. So there's so multiple. Like, there's yes. multiple keys. As, as as soon as you find it, you get it, and then you get points based off of. But who you finds need it all three. Order. You need right. all three to get to the door. Okay. I wonder if you can give that key away. I don't. I don't think no, you can. I think, the book, I, I, think I think it, it stays in your inventory. In, yeah, I think it's just in your inventory, and that's okay. it. Like if yeah. some if some ass was like, you know, I'm, there's no way I'm gonna find the other two yeah. keys. Yeah. I'll but sell you this for a fucking millennium. Falcon. But I think it, if you die, you lose your keys, and you have to go get them again. Okay. Yeah. See, that's what because like there's like I said, there's a lot of little things that was presented in this movie that I feel that are there. Like there's a scene at the very end where um, 
she dies in that big battle, yeah. right? And the guy comes up to her, the instructor, and he's like, go to the re- respawn station, you know? That's the kind of stuff where like, I'm, I'm probably missing a lot of little stuff like that layered throughout the movie that I just didn't catch on the first time. Mm-hmm. But I like, I want to see that other, I want to see the respawn station. I want to see how long it takes to, to get into the game. If, is there a counter? That's the kind of stuff I was kind of missing here. It felt like Westworld in a way where I like Westworld, the, uh, the TV show, but I feel like I don't have full understanding of how the park works. And that's how I feel kind of like with Ready Player One. I'm not for sure that I know exactly how Oasis works. Um, and I thought that was going to kill the movie for me, but I actually still had a fun time. Um, Matt, you actually segue us into that race. Okay, right. so let's get your guys' opinion on that. The first challenge, what you, what'd you think of the, the race scene, Seth? I thought that, I mean, the Easter eggs were the most fun about it. Like, yeah. I liked that, you know, they're talking about the Akira bike, and then the T-Rex shows up, and, and that. But I was just going to say, it was a little bit of a mess sometimes. The camera angles were fun, but it was a little hard to catch what was going on at times. Uh, I mean, I my heart leapt when uh, DeLorean and then flew yeah, for that yeah, moment. Yeah. I was saying as you audibly cool. like squeed a little bit. Yeah, because like, I, I was just like that's I was like that that's pretty cool. He, like, like, he just flings the door open and catches all those coins. Yeah, and yeah. I was like that's cool. pretty slick because yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm I mean Back to the Future is on my top ten, yeah. so it's fun seeing the you know the DeLorean in action again and, and, and send the and hate not mail. being used. What? Yeah, and I'm like send the hate mail. I'm not the biggest Back to the Future fan, but. I even said in my review, I love that fucking DeLorean. You well, see that DeLorean on screen, it's just like, and oh it's my just, God. It's cool because it's like, you know, in the movie, or Back to the Future movies, it's just kind of going forward and backward. Like, this is like, he's he's being a total pimp, like, doing <laughs> donuts in it this time around. So, like, I thought it was cool. If the, o- if the Oasis was real, would you play that fucking race game? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little it fucking terrifying. It looks crazy as it's shit. So no, I don't know if like if the Oasis was real, I don't know if I'd want to be in it. Uh-huh. I'll be honest, like everyone's I, in it. So say, say I know. You, okay, so, <laughs> so except for me, say you <laughs> had say you had the holy hand grenade, right? And you have all the stuff going into the race. If you die in the race, do you lose the holy hand grenade? Yeah, yeah. There's no kind of backup inventory. No. No. Who the fuck would mm-hmm. go to that race though? Because you just to get the key, you I can, guess. Like, I guess. Store your inventory in other places, but anything you have on you when you die. Okay, okay. Because like no one can get past. King Kong. No. Right. You know? So no. I guess that, that... Unless you know the secret. I guess there's a point where you would just stop playing that fucking level, Well, that's why he's got so many... A, a legion yeah. of drones that are yeah. just going, like, eventually yeah. we have to get it. Someone yeah. will get there. I tell you what, based off of the trailer, I thought I was going to hate the racing because mm. there's two modes for, like, Spielberg for me. There's that classic approach, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where that's a whole third act... Third act action scene, mm-hmm. you know, going from the heli- the, uh, the airplane, you know, um, to the truck, drive, to the truck yeah. you know, yeah. underneath the truck, on top of the truck. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. It's, it, it's, it's practical filmmaking. But then you have uh, the adventures of Tintin Spielberg where everything's a spectacle and it's like no one could ever survive even though it's a cartoon. It's just like Spielberg just throwing everything in the kitchen sink at the fucking screen. And you're just like, oh my God, this is fucking exhausting. Um, but for Ready Player One, I don't know why, but that racing really worked for me. I thought there was a lot going on. Um, and I thought for the most part, technically, it looked pretty damn cool. And by mm. the trailer, I was not all about that that scene. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that scene. Uh, I think it looked cool. Um, it, it, it's kind of weird because it's like it, that. That's like one of the weirder, biggest departures from the book. So I was kind of like, was it? Well, I was like, where the fuck yeah. is this scene in this book? Yeah. Like, it's really confusing to me. There's no fucking car race anywhere in it, right. huh. and so like, uh, so that was kind of like confusing. But like, it, it's it's really cool. It's a, a decent conceit 
to to go and get the the key just driving backwards on the track. Yeah. Instead and I think of, this is the first time we forward. see the collection of coins too, and which is cool. Where right. he like slides yeah. and like the coins mm-hmm. are building up. Yeah. I think that's cool. Like it, when he started the race, he had to pay for his gas as he goes. Oh, so was the, yeah, that's what yeah, was going on there, he's right? On e, yeah. and so that's why he had to start further back, I guess. So because he knew people in front of him would die, and he could pick up their coins as they were dying. Oh, and then he could that's fill so up his gas cool. Tank. Okay, because, yeah, because um, what I, was his friend's name? H. H. And I was gonna say, did you notice what she was driving? Bigfoot, yeah, the, the monster, the truck. monster <laughs> truck. And I was like, because I saw Bigfoot. I'm like, yeah. I remember that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't and, know. And it, you know, um, I'll try to stop talking about this uh, aspect of the film, but is how did he get Bigfoot? Is this just him leveling up? He probably mo- he monitored she, she, she she yeah. herself because that, that's the conceit in the, the movie is that. She's a modder, like makes yeah, her own yeah, mods yeah. and sells them mm-hmm. and stuff. That's but that's not illegal money. to have like a modded vehicle for this this challenge. There are no rules, remember? Yeah. That's what Holiday uh, says. Yeah, he okay. doesn't play by the rules. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, what do you guys think about the next challenge? Which is was that at the, the dance? Shining. Yeah. No, that's the dance party, right? No, they well, think no, it's the dance, the dance party. Dance party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. talk about the dance party real quick. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. That was that was, that was, was one of the more Spielberg. Yeah, it was weird. Like when she started putting her hands on him and everything, I'm like. I don't know if I'm okay with this, but yeah. whatever. I'm kind of, I'm yeah. kind of digging what's happened in here. This, he he this was masturbating during us. <laughs> I love the, I love the cutbacks. You know, like I, I heard someone say, I stayed away from all spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to a few uh, non-spoiler reviews, and a lot of people were like, uh, it's kind of generic when you're back in Ohio. And I didn't feel like I actually yeah. liked all yeah. the Ohio stuff. Um, yeah. I liked every time they cut back and you you saw someone in the gear mm-hmm. because that reminded me like because I'll I'll say this real quick the uh, the avatars are very generic but that's kind of why I like the avatars. It reminded you of a real game. You like my son. I'm always constantly watching him play uh, Fortnite, mm-hmm. and those fucking uh, avatars are generic as hell. Mm-hmm. But it's that's it's just the game, you yeah. know. And so it reminded me every time I'm like that's kind of an eyesore. I'm not really digging this look or that look. And they cut. And I thought that was an appropriate amount of time, too, where they would cut, show you the real world, and it reminds you, yeah, this is a fucking game. Mm-hmm. You know, I love seeing him in his gear and getting yeah. his new gear and mm-hmm. buying stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and getting it sent to his real world place. I thought that was really cool. Um, what do you think of the dancing? Uh, I liked it. Uh, speaking of the avatars, I liked them a lot more than I thought I would. I mean, just from looking at the trailers, I thought they little looked actually a little bit too avatar-ish, like the movie Avatar. But then, you know, as the movie went on, I got used to it. And they actually have a lot of personality and uh, reflect uh, the real human being's personality as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, so that's another reason why I think the dance scene worked, because it really was these two people out in the real world uh connecting across well it turns out not the best like space yeah like a block away <laughs> yeah. but That's i mean ridiculous. yeah that all of them were they live know, in like right. totally different parts of the fucking world in the book so yeah. it's like yeah. the only reason i can give that kind of a pass is didn't they say like that ohio is like the the, the epicenter yeah well, the, epicenter. Where grew up. well yeah. the fastest growing city in the country yeah. basically yeah yes eh. <laughs> so what do you think of the uh, the dancing and the avatars? Um, I I enjoyed both. I like sometimes there's so much happening on the screen though. Like there are so many like Easter eggs happening on the screen. You're like, who the fuck is that? Who's that? Who's that? What's that? What's going on over there? And you're like kind of yeah. not paying attention to what's going on on the screen because you're like. like I'm looking over here, and then I turn, and I see someone walk by, and I'm like, Seth, was that Deadpool? And he's like, no, it was Deadshot. I was like, fuck, and I get to see, like, <laughs> everything's moving so fast, I'm like looking at everything else. Yeah. Um, Death, so, Deathstroke. That's Deathstroke, okay. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know, see, I still don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was a good scene. It was very, that was one of the more Spielberg, Spielbergian moments where, like, but it, it, it also felt rust, where he's like, I love you, and it's like, 
They just fucking met, like, yeah. in the movie. Like, it, their avatars just fucking met. In the book, there's, like, fucking years of them, like, being together and, yeah. like, going on adventures and shit before he tells her. In, in the book, is there different servers going on? Because I was thinking, you know, like, when he, when he first gets to the dance scene, it triggered a thought when I was watching it where, you know, when he's just walking down the aisle by himself to mm-hmm. the, the dance platform? I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, anybody played Grand Theft Auto or anything, it's like, there's going to be a thousand people on that fucking mm-hmm. platform. You know, you couldn't even move. Um, the only way you can limit that is servers. So I don't know if there's like certain Every, servers. It, or... Oasis is like one giant server, but then like, there's like millions of worlds. So like, not it's not, everybody it's not like, it's not like 10 fucking places, you know, it's like fucking like an entire solar system that people are out on so for everyone to be in the same spot did you feel like they they got that across in the movie no see okay and that's the stuff i really want and you saw it at the beginning with them kind of popping around going to Mm -hmm. different places and stuff but it still didn't seem that's where i'm hoping that with another view you know of this movie that some uh, maybe i'll catch something because i I would suggest read the book and then go before you watch it again because a lot of times though you know when you're watching those movies sometimes it just takes that line it just takes one line get to the respawn station yeah that you're you're just your imagination grows a little bit and you talked about the dance scene right so yeah. what would you think about the avatars I mean they're okay kind of generic but yeah, did, I, is that what I you like about them I they were no? changing their outfits yeah, like I thought that cool. was kind of neat when they were going through and like changing all their stuff about them yeah. and like when he changed his hair and everything I thought that was a neat aspect of it but I didn't really um, was in that I, Prince I would, outfit yeah I, I liked that yeah. it looked like Prince with a mix of uh Freaking uh, Joker from Suicide Squad because he had like the the spikes on him or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but the uh, it goes with the banzu. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> there was uh, Artemis with the alien chestburster. That was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, that was yeah. That I yeah. I thought all that stuff was neat. But yeah, and I wish that it looked more like the actors, like their avatars. But I, it makes sense that they wouldn't. I mean, or whatever. You know, yes. when you play a game, do you make the character look exactly like you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the idea is she's I mean, supposed, you can't get hers is supposed to look like her. So but, conceited. Yeah, Jesus. Well, Next I, question. <laughs> Like, if you can't get this ever in a video game, just like, you cannot get I'm this touching my hair, guys. Full yeah. volume. You can't. Brad and I get it easy. We yeah. just take all the hair off the character. Uh, <laughs> you just changed your uh, profile pic, too, didn't you? I did. To all Naren, right? Emile Hirsch. No, it's Emile Hirsch. Is it? Yeah. Uh, they look kind of similar, don't yeah, they? With yeah. the little facial hair mm-hmm. and the, the hair thing. But around. I just like, I there's a couple people that haven't seen me since high school that liked it. And I'm just like. And I think at first glance in that picture it does look kind of like me. Yeah, I knew what you were doing though. Yeah, I was being an asshole. That was. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's talk about another challenge, which was The Shining. Dude, I'm so happy I watched that movie last year. Like that that was the first I've never watched The Shining until last year. Seth is always late to the game, but he usually scores. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But But I, uh, I love. uh, I really so this sequence is really weird. I agree because everything else is um very very you know game fun game centric yeah and uh, so that's why I actually like this scene because it's so fucking weird yeah it's so bizarre that's what I didn't like about it I don't know I I wouldn't consider it spooky but uh, I I like how that works we can like live within the movie yeah Yeah. there was there's something from the book like that except in the book it was uh, a scene from war games no it's war games oh they do war games games. they do. They do uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail later. Okay. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. So yeah, it was really it was really weird, but that's why I actually like that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the technology there, mm-hmm. like, did they just CG all of that for The Shining? Is, is, is I, there, I don't know, but that was fucking that was really impressive. impressive. Yeah. Well, so I just thought it was cool when they walked there? down. In when they walked down the stairs, yeah. and like mm-hmm. it's it's like spewing out all the papers, but they're all shaped like keys and mm-hmm. stuff instead yeah. of the fucking all. Yeah. Like, I mean, they recreated the fucking Overlook, man. I mean, it was dead. It looked. I'm just sad that we didn't see Jack. 
in any. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, you see him like you see him like walking, but I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, or like you know, like you saw like the like the the guy walking. I'm like, come on, like hear him, you know, like you know. Couldn't afford him, I guess. Yeah, couldn't afford Johnny Carson. You know, they actually tried to get Gene Wilder before he passed. Because this was in production way before. Oh, really? Yes, Goldberg actually talked to Gene Wilder to play Willy Wonka. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, no. well, Willy Wonka. Uh, Gene Wilder played Willy Wonka, <laughs> but right, um, no, yeah, I'm, to play to yeah. praise his character. What's the guy's name in in this? Halloween? Is it Halloween? Oh, Halloween. Oh, oh, that would make sense. Because yeah. he's a Willy Wonka. He's a Willy, he Willy Wonka type. type. Uh, I was like, that would have been. Really I cool. felt like he was more like a Garth from Wayne's World type. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I like thought that. that. There was a little bit of that. Uh, a yeah. lot of bit of that. Also, Wait, no, you know what? Okay. He was just doing a Dana Carvey impression. I, I really liked Mark Rylance in this. I thought yeah. he was fucking fantastic. He grew, he grew on me. Yeah. Like, at, first, was, at first I was like, okay, this is a little off. But then like I, by the end of it, like yeah. that end scene, I was like, man, I fucking love this performance. I'm exactly there with you. It was very <laughs> off-putting at first, but then he grew into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking Garth. Yeah. And then I was thinking, before, it was so funny. I was thinking Garth before they did the Wayne's World thing, mm-hmm. you know? Because uh, there was, like, that set there that looked like a Wayne's World within the movie. Yeah. And I was thinking that before they did that, and I was like, oh, man. But then he also reminded me of uh, Tommy Wiseau a little bit. <laughs> like, Tommy Wiseau mixed with a Garth, with yeah. a little bit of uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been cool to see Gene Wilder in that mm-hmm. movie, though. I think that would have been neat. Um, what do you think about The Shining? I thought it was cool. I mean, especially, you know, the recreation of the twin girls and the, the maze and... Uh, <laughs> And then it, 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 it didn't stick with this just such the shining theme. That was like the setup. But then you got all these zombies and the you know the the dance that they eventually had to get to the real dance for this time was all zombies and looked like a yeah. Disney ride like at a haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah you know? it did. It did actually. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I it looked incredible. Like it really like deviated like. Uh, like there were just moments where I was like, "Oh shit, I know what's about to happen." Like yeah. this is fucking great. Like, shit, like the, comes uh, around elevator. the corner and they're like, "Oh, the fucking twins are gonna be there." And it's like, "Oh, there they are." And they're like, they go in the elevator and he goes to push the button. And they're like, "Oh, the fucking blood's gonna come out." And then yeah. he's walking by the doors and that's it. It's like, it's like, "Oh, go to two thirty seven. Go to the oh fuck, he's at two thirty seven. Like, oh, the fucking bitch is gonna be in there." And it was just, it just kept like. I leaned over to my friend, the guy that was, uh, Jeremy was to my left, and he was just like, "I've never seen the shining," and I was like. This bitch is scary. <laughs> Before they, like, and they like, like just did a good job, it. like recreating that scene perfectly, but like having HB in the way to like block all the nudity was yeah, fucking yeah, cool. Yeah. Like that was great. Like yeah. really, really smart way to do that. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was like, yeah, it felt a little weird, not a place like with that movie, but it, I really liked as that it scene. went. It got more grown up. I yeah. feel like. With like, because they were cussing way more at the end too. Yeah. That I didn't. I don't know. Whatever. We can keep going. You almost do a th- third act structure breakdown with this, Seth, just by doing the keys. You know yeah. the challenges. Yeah. That's right. kind of sure. what we're doing. But mm-hmm. um, the uh, let's talk about the final sequence before we talk about that final action set piece. Though, did you guys think there was too much nostalgia in this at all? Because that's a, there's no. some people are like it's Ready Player One. All it is is fucking nostalgia porn. But within the movie, I think it all worked. You yeah. know, um, I think that's how people would probably react. You're gonna oh, yeah. bring your your love for Star Wars and for Gundam, which is weird that there's no Star Wars references. I know right. Kyle's not a big Star Wars fan, but I don't think like Disney. Well, yeah, there wasn't like, any Disney. It, it, it was weird too because Did you Spielberg see his outfit. Who's, how is he not Han Solo, the main guy? He had a he had a vest on and he had Han's blaster. Yeah, maybe. But do you hear about that? Like Spielberg, uh, as much pull as he has, he could not get Disney or Disney to to budge with any Star Wars references. Which is weird because like if there's any place for a Star Wars reference, it's in that final action sequence, Mm -hmm. like a Walker. 
Yeah. You know, like right. where's the fucking walk? Yeah. yeah, like Iron Jet. I'm all cool with Iron Millennium Falcon. I think is the only thing that's even yeah. remotely. See, I was gonna say when the Star Wars is a decent part of the book. Too. When they're uh, when they're making out the very end, R two sitting in the background. Is he? Yeah, he's huh. right there next. Because I heard he TV. couldn't get any. Oh, is, like a little toy or yeah, a toy. Oh, okay. but it's sitting next to the TV. Yeah. What'd you What'd you think of nostalgia? Was it Was it too much for you? Uh, I thought early on it was like them setting up the world, then they showing like a bunch of different characters. You saw like Marvin the Martian, you saw Hello Kitty, you saw a bunch of other stuff. But then it trickled back later on. So when the nostalgia stuff did show up, it really hit hard. It felt yeah. yeah. Like my favorite moment in that regard is how. Artemis blows up the Mecha Godzilla using a Mad Ball. That was <laughs> that's, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm surprised I actually remembered what the name that was. Yeah. Like I had to look. Yeah, I just looked up there. on my phone, and it, yeah, it was the Mad Ball. So yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I looked over my son. I was like, oh, it's a Mad Ball because yeah. uh, we've been collecting Mad Balls when we go to horror conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only have like three that's right cool. now, but I have one on the shelf over there. Yeah. Um, what do you think of nostalgia? I don't. I don't think it was too heavy. Again, like not to keep comparing it to the book, but the book is like super nerd, like deep fucking like nostalgia that like. Almost every fucking line's got something in it. So, like, this wasn't, like, hitting you over the head with it. It does start off really heavy with the nostalgia, mm-hmm. and then it kind of backs away towards the middle, and then that big fight scene at the end, like, it all comes back yeah. in, in a giant wave. I like that Zemeckis cube. That was cool. Yeah, that's with, cool. Which was in the dance scene, mm-hmm. which, you know, you uh, you pull that out, you ten use it. Back. Is it 10 seconds back? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I really like the effect and, mm-hmm. and all that. But um, that, that what do you think of it? Well, <laughs> um, what I didn't like... Is, so I thought it was cool, but I thought that it became very apparent, oh, these are what they have the rights to, and these aren't, like... True. Yeah, what we're seeing in the beginning, we're not going to see much different other stuff. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I saw Batman, I'm going to see a lot of DC characters mm-hmm. in yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to see any Marvel characters. Yeah. So, like, that was the only thing that I was a little sad, because, you know, it's the Oasis. I should yeah. be able to see everything. And that's why I'm, I'm glad, too, that it wasn't just, like... Um, Star Wars or DC or Marvel like it was really cool that you're in this world that's just not just those kind of references but yeah they pull out Chucky in this final sequence for a good 30 seconds and it's it's that so in the studio I have to hide the Child's Play poster in the corner All right, autograph Chucky (laughs) Child's Play in the corner Um, or Seth won't come over (laughs) he does not like Child's Play do you Seth Freaks me out. <laughs> oh, we get Jason, we get Freddy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like but they actually spent some time with Chucky. It was like they pull him out and he goes for a fucking stab fest. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's kind of cool because it's. It just shows you how I deep I they don't show the stabbing. It just pulls back and you see all the IOI people and they're just slowly turning red it. in I like random it. pattern. <laughs> people are cool. screaming in their pods. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking jacking! Yeah. I mean, that was a really good use of their lone F-bomb. So uh-huh. that yeah. was nice. Yeah. I, thought, I didn't think that it needed to be there. The one F bomb. Yeah. And I was just. It wasn't necessary, but it, it, it got a chuckle out of me. Yeah. I yeah. didn't use it. I mean, that would be my expression if I was in the I mean, the, the book's story. pretty R, so like. Oh, is it? Yeah, they, they held back. On a lot of the language. Right. Gotcha. The uh, the final battle though um, was was interesting. I thought. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, out of uh, the shining and you know the race. I don't know. I like the final sequence. I like that uh, like Gundam. I'm not a big Gundam guy, you know. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. I think it worked having Gundam versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah. See, you had. Uh, you could tell that they didn't get the rights to Mechagodzilla. That didn't look anything like Mechagodzilla. That like. It that's similar enough. I think yeah. they, got the, they got the rights for Mechagodzilla. Like, uh, they used the name Mechagodzilla, and they used the they, font they used when the it was in, when you're. Yeah, I was gonna say when the silhouette when or when he first like and he picks it and like you see its little silhouette. I'm like, oh fuck! Like I was like, I knew it wasn't Godzilla. I was like, it's Mechagodzilla, and wow. then I'm like, 
eh, this isn't, like, how he looks in the game. Maybe this is an up But I don't, yeah, and... like, it would have looked kind of shit if he looked like the exact version <laughs> yeah, of that. And, like, I... the really bad Japanese Mechagodzilla, like... Still just felt like they took some liberties. Yeah, and like I, I think it was a good call. <laughs> Whatever, Kyle. You can I, have your opinion. <laughs> I, I like the uh, Gundam versus Godzilla, though. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty uh, pretty cool fight. Yeah. You know, I thought that was neat. Iron Giant was pretty cool, too. Bitchin'. You know, having in there. Yeah, so uh, I really like the final <laughs> sequence. What's Another moment you squeeze. Uh, the... I like the Iron Giant's cool. <laughs> Uh, I also liked the the conceit with the orb creating the barrier oh, around yeah, the castle. Cool. Yeah. Um, and how magic controlled it. Because, I mean, Halliday seems like he's a very much a D&D role-playing type guy. And yeah, I know he was in the book, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's why the references to video games in the book and even in, in this one as well, like Adventure and a bunch of different role-playing games. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I like yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah, you're so right, though. There's something, I, again, I'll you know harken back to that, but it's like, um, there's something for everybody in this, whether mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the the DC references or the horror fans with mm-hmm. Shining and Chucky right. or D and D, like having the orb and stuff. I was like, that's John pretty cool. Hughes. Yeah, yeah John Hughes. Huh? Gosh darn it! I completely. Wrote. Oh, I just have a random question. How yeah. does TJ Biller still get work? Isn't he uh, a dirtbag? <laughs> this was so. made before I think those allegations really. Gosh, and he, he yeah. was he was one yeah. of the first with the allegations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. I was just Denny, Denny Finger, an old lady at church. What? Isn't that what happened? T.J. Miller? No. No? Not at all. What did he do? There was just some allegations to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's just typical stuff. You know what, though? I like his voice in this movie, though. Yeah. You know, what, not, whatever, not, whatever, not whatever. even a character in the book. Yeah. No. Which no? is so fucking... Cool. Iraq's not a character yeah. in the book at I, all. So, okay, let's talk about... I, okay, well, real quick, let me just finish up this. So, did you talk about the final action sequence? Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was just pretty fucking cool all the, the way all the characters uh-huh. are coming together. Again, it's so, like, so much, and, like... Everything's going so fast. You don't get a chance to focus on much. You're just like, oh fuck, the Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. I was like, all of them. They picked those <laughs> turtles. Yeah, Michael Bay. Let's Ninja fucking Turtles. be a. And I'm like, oh, there's some cool shit going on. Probably a twelve year old. That's what I'm gonna say. It's a fucking twelve year old. I thought it was cool that the Ninja Turtles were there though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's definitely twelve year old playing. Bay, <laughs> it's yeah. a twelve year old in the Oasis, right? How, not, how old do you think they are? Twelve. So, <laughs> yeah. It's not this thirty one year old. No, exactly. He'd be, right? uh, he'd be uh, like he'd coach sh- is, uh, <laughs> Casey Jones. Yeah, no Friday. shit. Yeah. 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 No shit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I uh, th- yeah, you lo- I lost my track of thought there. I'm sorry. What was I saying? You were talking about T.J. Miller. Oh, yeah, T.J. Miller. So, yeah, let's talk about T.J. Miller. I love the name IROC, for one, Mm -hmm. as a gamer tag. That cracks me up within the Oasis. Um, I liked his... Fucking Skeletor, like half-ass Skeletor. That's pretty dope. Like, it went through where the eyes and the mouth were, went Mm -hmm. all the way through Uh, his body. It looked pretty cool. Let me tell you this. Cousin Wayne would be (laughs) IROC. He would be IROC. He would have the fucking half-ass Skeletor heavy metal uh, shit going on. With the fucking um, the gun yeah. that's the skeleton. As yeah, well. dude, that's yeah, cousin yeah. Wayne mm-hmm. in the Oasis. Yeah, did you guys like yeah. I Rock at all? I liked how the voice was incongruous uh, with the actual character. It was it did make it a lot funnier. So then I, I'm sure that's what their intention. Right. So yeah, because like you can part. imagine right. some just like fat slob yeah. like playing yeah. this like big fucking hulking yeah. dude. Like, yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. we never saw TJ Miller with no. the movie. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee he's like some fat ass sitting down somewhere. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. What do you think, I Rock T.J. Miller? I mean, I thought that he was a fun voice of reason as well during the movie. Yeah. That just, like, he was kind of saying what we were all thinking. Yeah. Yeah, at times. So, again, I kept just thinking, how's this guy get work? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that just became very apparent the more that I kept hearing his voice. So, that did kind of take me out of the movie a little bit. 
Yeah, like at the end, he's just like pleading for his life. He's like, wait a minute, I didn't, you, I didn't think you were got, actually going to use that. I've like, got ten years. I got ten, I got ten years dedicated to this character. Yeah, I love it. So has he just been building up all that stuff that he was losing for ten years? Just yeah. hasn't, had, just he hasn't, hasn't died. Just hasn't died. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Just walking around Doom collecting. And those. I was wondering that too because at the dance scene, he comes in, tells everybody to leave, and they just fucking leave. If I was an avatar, I would have been like, fuck you, man, right? But. He, but but they, he hasn't died, so he's pretty. He's a high level. He's a high level character. Sure I would, there's some sort really, of level you can't. See. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really wish they would have shown that because mm-hmm. I was like, that's the stuff I want to see in this movie. But uh, let's talk about the cast um, a little bit more. Um, Mark Rylance, we hit on him briefly. I loved him. Loved him. Great. I liked it um, a lot as well. He 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 nailed the type of character that he's playing uh, really well. Um, it was a little bit. It, he took a while to grow on me as well, um, just because to start off with, I mean, the, the line from the trailer where he said, you know, if you're watching this, I'm dead. I mean, it kind of played to me while I was watching the movie the same as it did when I was watching the trailer. But uh, yeah, he, he did grow on me, especially his interactions with uh, Simon Pegg yeah. and Ogden Moore. I did really like, really like that as well. Um, just in those few, few short scenes you feel the friendship and it, it totally feels real. So, so Mark, I like that. Mark Rylance, his character, is he dead? Because at the end, yeah, he said dead. he's not a... He is dead. That was really kind of weird. I didn't understand that at the end where he's like, are you... Are you? If you go based on the book, like it's it's sort of kind of a, a similar ending, I guess, in a way. Maybe um, he transfers his like, conscience into the Oasis. Yeah, so basically he's think that's like kind of what's going on there? The, he's a part of the game like forever, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of. That's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, so Simon Pegg, you brought him up. Um, I love Simon Pegg, man. Anything yeah. that he in, he's mm-hmm. in, I think, elevates your movie. Right. Um, I wish he would have had a little bit more of a role. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy with Simon Pegg being the, uh, Mark Rylance's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I thought Simon Pegg was great. Sort of like a weird age disparagements casting, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, yeah. Mark yeah. Rylance is like a good 20 years older <laughs> than Simon Pegg, and like they're supposed to be contemporaries, and then yeah. you have to put Simon Pegg in old age makeup yeah. for the end. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When you have a lot of other choices. Seems like maybe yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah, I like I like Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah, I he, he, was, did, he did. I thought he was fun. Yeah, but like it was it was kind of a weird. Like, that is weird casting when casting. you can you you can go with anybody, any actors, but you choose to go with someone that you're gonna have to age up. That is kind of weird. I thought it was interesting too that like Simon Pegg, you know, he's big for Star Trek, and then when you see this guy's like funeral or whatever, yeah, he's yeah, in a, cool. he's in a torpedo, mm-hmm. and a, there's all the Star Trek stuff around mm-hmm. it. So maybe that's why they picked Simon Pegg. I, I mean, he's know. just nerd culture now. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why you throw him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Simon Pegg though. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Ty Sheridan, guys, as Wade Watts. Yeah, he was good. Um, I was kind of worried face. Uh, for a while. He, like, what is it? Said he sorry, has a weird face. He does. He yeah, does. He does. Because yeah. why were you worried? I was worried just because His I wasn't. Face. I wasn't sure if he could carry the movie. I mean, yep. like, I mean, judging on uh, previous the previous franchise work he's done, like Cyclops and X Men, I'm not a huge fan of him yeah. in that. Um, but. And like like I said, uh, the movie took a while to grow on me. His performance, I think, also took a while to grow on me. But he was really good. I mean, he I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, there's something that's funny, Seth, that you say that because there's something about his face. It's his lips. Is it? Just it? looks when he's got he's that got visor on. Long, wide nose. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like going I, going into this movie. I was I was worried mm-hmm. because of his face. He's <laughs> got a weird face. He's got a weird face. But um, some people probably think my face is weird. I'm glad. I'm go. glad he was a. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't a popular choice, though. I'm glad it wasn't, you know, bring in whoever, the guy from Sunset. There was only, like, three people in this movie that were, like, even slightly recognizable. So, yeah. I mean, that was kind of That's nice. That's refreshing, yeah. you know? So, um, but as the, the opening scene, I totally forgot about him. I thought he 
I thought he carried the movie, yeah. which is what he needed to do. I mm-hmm. thought he did a great job. His voice was better than his looks, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That, True. Like, I he, agree. He had, a, he had a strong voice, and that's what you yeah. needed. I buy him yeah. as a gamer in the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, living in the stacks, doing what he was doing, which I, by the way, as a location, I like the stacks a lot. I think that was a really cool Too design. Too see more of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a location. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought he was just meh. Yeah. Like, he was just your very milk toast. Like, he's he's just there. Like, anybody could have played it, I felt. But, like, I do feel like he did a much better job with the voice acting than he did with, like, the real world acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole cast was kind of, uh, or the, the kids that are in the Oasis. Um, that one lady, man, uh, who plays uh, his H? best friend, H. Lena Waithe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, like, Whoopi Goldberg. The I aged. knew, uh, well, I watched Master <laughs> yeah. of None, and she's on that. And, uh-huh. like... I knew the concept she that, she, that? that she's oh yeah she's really great she's a writer and stuff for it but I knew that like H was a girl the whole time so mm-hmm. I was like as soon as like the voice came on I was like I think I know who that is like I bet it's that girl from yeah. from Master Nun I but, like the reveal too that uh, she's a, he, he's actually a woman yeah. in her thirties just you know? she's like well I mean in the book she's like man. Like, it's hard being a woman, it's hard being a black woman, it's hard being a gay black woman. So, like, <laughs> I pretend to be a man in the yeah. Oasis, and I control, uh, like, everything mm-hmm. now. Do you guys think she looked like Whoopi Goldberg at all? Like, relative? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a daughter. Maybe. Goldberg's daughter? No. Do you like, uh, what'd you think of uh, the the rest of the cast, Seth? I thought that they all did fine. Um, who's the who's the, the girl? Olivia, Olivia Cook. Cook. What yeah. else Olivia is she Cook. in? Anything? Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah. Ouija. The signal. Well, there you go. Bates Motel. I thought that she did fine. Mm-hmm. I thought that she did. Uh, I felt like she was the strongest. Granted, I feel like she had the most character development of everybody. Yeah. So that makes the uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, say, speaking of that, just real quick, uh, I was surprised to see that she actually did have a birthmark on her face. I was wondering if they'd actually I figured keep they would that. Do that. I, I yeah. just hated that they showed her so early. Because, like, yeah. they shouldn't have met True. until the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it sucks that they, like, fucking meet in the middle of the movie. Because the idea should be, like, oh, they fall in love with these characters, and, like, can they sustain that towards the end when they actually meet? Yeah, I, wish they I think that's just the direction they decided to go with this movie, having yeah. them meet uh, early so then they could form their own... Uh, band um their own what do they call it in the clan yeah they formed their own clan they just start early so then it's convincing that they're friends and uh that they're working together in order to um find the easter egg so i thought it worked in that sense um but yeah like i said i just like they actually kept that from the book that she did have um she did have that uh birthmark um but yeah i thought olivia cook did a really good job as well you know, I brought up RoboCop earlier. It's cool too. RoboCop was actually yeah. in the yep. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll make another uh, observation, and it's um, Ben Mendelsohn mm-hmm. in this what? movie. A downer. I like what? Ben Mendelsohn. I liked him. Yeah. Dude, he was, I liked him. You he know was what? director critic, guys. He did nothing. He Dude, was just I, like I a he was... typical bad guy from War Games. Like he was just yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But I, I, I thought he did him. a really good job with playing a Dede's villain. That's what like yeah yeah. So back to my point. You know who he reminds me of with doing Rogue One now. Yeah. And now uh, doing Ready Player One, he's like this generation's Ronnie Cox. He was um, in two Verhoeven movies. He was the uh, mayor of uh, Total Recall, and he was um, Dick Jones in RoboCop. Mm-hmm. So it's like Ben Mendelsohn's becoming like this generation's Ronnie Cox, where he's just the bad guy. Yeah. You know? But I thought he did a great job. I, li- I like Ben Mendelsohn. Like huh? Yeah. You liked him as well. It, it was it, it was it was little little inflictions like when he's like he brings him in to offer him the deals and he's like trying to like talk on his level. Yeah. He's like he's saying it in a very snooty way, but he's like throwing in like ma'am and dude like the yeah. end of sentences just be like see I'm just I'm just like one of you man like yeah like it's it's like 
very like convincing but not convincing at all which is exactly how it needs to be played that might have been the best part of the movie is when they're having that conversation mm-hmm. where they're, <laughs> where they're feeding, feeding the lines in the, mm-hmm. into his like, ear. oh that's yeah. from Fast Times at Ridgemont High yeah, yeah, exactly. Animal House mm-hmm. any other scenes that you guys want to talk about that I didn't hit on Mm. We hit on quite a bit. I like. I love the like. I said, the, the, the library was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like the way that was set up. Just the his, his archives. Head. His yeah, archives. Oh yeah. Where they would go into his head and they could see all his memories and like they were planned out. However, he wanted to show them his memories. I really like too when they were like, "We want to look at this week and all the movies he watched that week." Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is like it's seventeen fucking like hundreds of movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the idea is like he was like a super like loner nerd who like played video games and watched movies all the yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Just listened to Rush albums. Like mm-hmm. Rush shit is everywhere. In this movie if you're mm-hmm. looking for it. I also like Wade's um, little secret place where he plays the Oasis where mm-hmm. he goes through the junk pile yeah. Yeah. and there's like the uh, that vehicle there and then he gets inside and that's like mm-hmm. this is where he stays and then he it's plays. A, a multi plate or a multi-directional treadmill yeah. which is yeah, interesting. That's really yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. yeah but I like the tech in this man. I like the uh, the suits like I said earlier that he got. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, how do you think this movie guys will do with Asian audiences? Let, let's talk about our audiences first. Weird do you guys think this will... Well, no, no. I want... Do Asian you guys... market. Asian yeah, market, yeah. Because this is not Marvel. It's not... Um, it's not DC. It's Ready Player One. Do you think uh, this can bridge over to a foreign market? Absolutely. Fucking Transformers makes gangbusters over yeah. there. Why wouldn't this? They just, yeah. I was going to say. It's, it's a spectacle. That's yeah, what I think. They, they, they want to the see the, the pretty lights and shit too. Like, yeah. like the, a lot of people will go see this because they want to see the that car chase scene. Like, that's not something that turns some people off. That's a big selling point to some people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've all conditioned ourselves for the Marvel, Star Wars, DC. Do you think this movie will make Spielberg money? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, because how much was the budget on this? Was this at least two hundred million dollar movie? It has uh, to be right. I can. I can While you're looking that up, we'll talk. Do you think this will make an impression at the box office? I think it will. I mean, I really liked it. I mean, there's the visual spectacle of it. I do think there was also a strong story there. So, I mean, the, sto- the story may or may not translate to international audiences because, you know, language barriers or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, visually, it's an Im- impressive film. So, I think it will translate to big box. Yeah, box that's the reason I brought yeah. that up with Asian audiences. I really do think it'll uh, perform well over there because of mm-hmm. Mecha Godzilla, Gundam, you have. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why those things were in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think, I think like, this will do really well overseas. In the book, it's Ultraman. Yeah, but oh, like, it? yeah, but I guarantee they, they, I know they didn't get the yeah. rights for that because so, yeah. I, I really enjoyed how unique this movie is, and I really wanted to do well. I would mm-hmm. like to see you know if a Ready Player Two is any good, you know, when it comes out, whatever it's going to be called, the sequel to this mm-hmm. uh, that Ernest Klein's working on now. I would, I'm, I'm invested in this world. I would mm-hmm. like to see it evolve. I'd like to see how things, you know, um, flesh some things out. So I hope that this does well, and it's not. You know, because this is one of Spielberg's first. Um, raised back into the box, the the big summer box office. Right. You know, he hasn't had a movie like this since fucking Indiana Jones, maybe. AI. War of the Worlds. Um, no, that was or oh, yeah, maybe yeah, no, Kingdom maybe of, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Skull, probably. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or yeah, because Tintin the, the, is kind of like an action yeah. film. They did, but I mean, I wouldn't say that's like yeah, and either BFG. One hundred seventy-five million. One hundred seventy-five million yeah. exactly. That's double the amount of BFG. You know. Yeah. So uh, I really hope that uh, he can make some money off this, and I'm really curious to see how, you know, the uh, the audience takes it in this this weekend. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if it's gonna be uh, you know as massive as they probably want it to be. I don't I don't I don't know if it's a it's not gonna flop. I think it it'll definitely make some money, but I don't think it's gonna be like pushing records. Because right now, critically, it's. Uh, middle of the road kind of like we are here tonight mm-hmm. like I really enjoyed it but it seems like 
the consensus is yeah. It's right. a sixty-four on Metacritic. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's it's lower than I'd like to see mm-hmm. a, a Spielberg joint. You know, like especially a big tentpole summer blockbuster. But uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Any pros or cons? Uh, d- what's that? What was everybody's favorite Easter egg? Could you think of it, or like your favorite thing to see, or whatever? It's like their favorite, like uh, him and the DeLorean, dude. That's my t- my yeah takeaway. Yeah, from I this. think the, the biggest for me is like a lot of the book references are in that final scene when he gets into his yeah. room. Like all the challenges that he actually goes through in the book are like on the wall. So like he has to play Joust. There's D and D stuff where he's got to like play this version of D and D. You got Ferris Bueller uh, war games on the wall. You got Monty Python. Like all the stuff that he actually goes through in the book is like in this, like, sweeping shot that they go around, like, as you're going, each poster on the wall or something is the actual journey that he took in the book. Cool. I think, I think, go ahead. When, they, when you first see T.J. Miller's uh, bad guy, I don't know, what was that guy called? I Rock. Yeah. When you first see him, that spaceship, that's one of the War of the World spaceships. Oh, is it? It's making noise, and it's blinking. I just thought that, that I'm like, ah, Spielberg did the remake. Well, Spielberg didn't yeah. want to put his, like, stuff in the movie. Which is and, like, His, yeah. like, writers and, like, crew, they were like, no, you've got to, like, put your stuff in this movie. Like, you are, you are, your movies are what made this fucking book. Right? Yeah, that would be, yeah. I, I mean, I was dumb. happy seeing the T-Rex. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish that it got a little bit more love than King Kong. I would yeah. say, aside from like the Mad Ball, what I was talking about, uh, when Halliday's holding the Robbie the robot at the very end <laughs> in his oh, room, yeah. just because that feels like something he would uh, attach to something very old school like that. So that was a nice moment too. I think my only big con for this guys, because I really did enjoy it for the most part, is I just want to understand this world more. Mm-hmm. That's my big takeaway. I want to know. I want to understand what Wade had to do. To get um, a DeLorean. What, get, you know, all of us sitting here at the table. If we're in a race and Seth, you can have any car you want. What are you going with? DeLorean. Fucking, I'm probably going to DeLorean too. So yeah. why Maybe didn't we... Maybe the Akira bike's pretty sick. Though. Exactly, yeah. right? So yeah. why didn't we see like, you know, uh, 10 DeLoreans, fucking three Knight Rider cars and, and 10 um, Akira bikes, you know? Because it needs to be a level thing mm-hmm. where he's earned that and he's unlocked it and he can use it and it's very prestigious and not everybody can have that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even think he gets it until after he gets the first key because then he has the money to buy it. See, like before that, yeah. then, he like he has to fucking walk everywhere. That's <laughs> the stuff I... Um, that's my big con. That takes it down a little bit for me just because I want full understanding of how this world works and uh, so I want that stuff fleshed out. You know, how can you have this? Or um, if you're in a, in a fight, as every, if you're Iron, uh, Iron Giant, and you have fucking Chucky, who's gonna get his ass blown away by fucking Iron Giant. Um, how does that? How does that power balance work? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, is it just because you're a higher level? But then that's not a very good game balance. You know, if you just decide, unless you're a dumbass and you just decide to be Chucky when you could be anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's. I just wish there was a little bit more balance there within the game world because I want to understand how that works. So that's my big con. Um, pros, though, I think this is a. It's a good form, um, return to form for Spielberg. It's not exactly the Spielberg movie yeah. I wanted, but uh, I thought honestly, guys, I thought I was gonna fucking hate this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna come out and be like, God damn, it's one of those, just fucking Spielberg. Like, and I don't know if you guys like you know the monkey scene in um. Uh, what is it? Came of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Fucking monkeys are flying mm-hmm. around. It's fucking the Amazon and it's yeah. green screen. It's just like, God, Spielberg, calm down. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like that pedal to the metal whole fucking movie. 
But I think there's a, those nice transitions where they back out and they show you the stacks. They show you right. people playing and then back into the world. Gave me a nice um, little kind of palate cleanser from too much overload. Yeah, it's, uh, not, it's not like perfect CGI, but it's it's forgivable because you're in a video you're game. You're in a video game world. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, pros or cons? Uh, well, like I was talking earlier about the production design, I would like to go into that a little more. I mean, the stacks, like you mentioned, but just the whole, the, the whole design of... IOI, how you know they're very wealthy because it looks really pristine and all yeah. that, and now they can afford the rigs. Um, yeah, and just even just the little touches in the streets, like it's run down because they've talked about how there's like the corn syrup droughts and, and all that, and the bandwidth wars. Um, but you see the, the um, futuristic looking cars, so you know this is futuristic. So there's little touches like that where it's it looks like it could be a very believable feature in that yeah. regard. Like it's not too futuristic, but it's um very children of men. Yeah, almost where right. it's like, hey, yeah. this is you can still see a lot of the real world here, exactly. but you're seeing. But you know, time is past. Too distant future. Right, right, right. That's cool. IOI also reminded me a little bit of THX eleven thirty eight. That's what yes. they're supposed to be. Yeah, the yeah, yeah they, cool. they specifically like mm -hmm. make it very known that that's exactly mm -hmm. what they are. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. The only thing I wish that we got a little bit more of the real world. And I know that like we wanted to be in the Oasis and everything, but it seemed like with yeah, Columbus, the, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. It, well, the other thing though too is like so. I actually like know, that as an Ohio. The Oasis is all CGI, but then when they're in the real world, the CGI was very apparent then too. I mm -hmm. wish that they would have just shot on location a little bit more and mm -hmm. stuff like that because it was a little tough that it was like oh that's a green screen oh yeah. this was yeah. yeah oh they aren't actually there, so. Yeah, and Spielberg but, actually said too that this is the hardest movie he's at worked on since Jaws and Saving Private Ryan. Mm. I guess just a bunch of shit. Probably on a technical side. Right. And all the, like, all the decisions... 70% of your movie is CGI. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. all the decisions that you have to make, like, this is too much. This is Let's pull back the nostalgia. Let's pump up the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, like that. Recreating the the Shining. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I that took forever. Yeah, I haven't heard any comment... right. Yeah. I haven't heard any commentary on that, but I bet that was a bitch. Mm -hmm. What do you Absolutely. think Stanley Kubrick would think of that? Mm -hmm. That's the know. other thing. Bastardize my vision. <laughs> what do you think Ernest Klein thinks of this? Because then he's the creator that didn't like the creation. Yeah. Yeah. Any pros or cons? What's uh, your big pro, your big con? My my big pro is it looked a lot better than I thought it was going to yeah. look. Um, my, my big con, and it, again, I knew it was going to be coming in, is that it deviated so much from the book, and, and it didn't, when it took those liberties to change, it didn't change for the better. No. I would say my big, I've already mentioned my big pro about the production design. My big con, probably that the, aside from the main cast, the supporting cast, I don't think did a really great job. Like a lot of them were expendable. They were all mess. So that's probably the big man. Yeah, it was like me. show and Daito just show up and yeah. they're just kind of there. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. And no you're just, in the real world. yeah, you're just hanging yeah. out in the back. Gotcha. Cool. They had some funny moments like the 11 year old kid talking about. You know, just riffing. It's just fine. Yeah. They can crack and jokes. And there's a great commentary here that we haven't even talked about, just about online gaming and, mm. and how people do meet friends. I mean, yeah. um, I don't get a game as much as I used to with AV the last couple of years, but uh, I used to play fucking Halo and uh, Gears of War, like, nonstop. That's all but I used to do. Think about AV as you're gaming now. Like, how many people are, are you friends with that you've never met? Exactly. How yeah. many people do you talk to that you've never met? How many people have you interviewed and you know you'll never, like, exactly, see them? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's all about that community, you know, and, uh, you know, I know my, my son has friends online that he's met, you know, and they shoot the shit just like they've met each other, you know. I think there's a good commentary there just about, uh, you know, engaging with people, but then, 
You know, I like I like the message at the end too, where you know you need like when he shut it off on Tuesdays, and yeah, Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, Tuesdays you need to take some time off, and you need to you know respect life a little bit, man. Sit you know, back and look sit at, back enjoy and enjoy life. The big picture, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, life isn't just a game, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, any comments before we shut down this review? Uh, well, it's just speaking about the larger themes of the movie um, about. The greater community versus uh, the rich, powerful kill corporations. That made my message came out loud and clear, but also just in the not just overall, but also in the personal moments um, with uh, Wade's clan and um, some of the other other supporting characters, um, emphasizing that there's more power in just um, being true to yourself and uh, being honest and doing the right thing rather than just building up wealth. And a very Willy Wonka message. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah, and uh, if if he if Ben Mendelsohn's character would have taken over the Oasis, mm-hmm. it would have been pretty much EA, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Microtransactions <laughs> for everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that's what he was talking to uh, Mark Rylance's character about, yeah, right? About yeah, like you need oh, to. Yeah, we'll have different gold. levels. You pay, and you can be a silver <laughs> or platinum, and then you get certain yeah. things locked. And he's like. Oh, we'll fill eighty percent of their screen with fucking ad yeah. space, just just shy enough to where they won't have seizures. So yeah, I think there's a lot of fucking fun commentary, you know, um, for the gaming community, you mm-hmm. know, right there. Mm-hmm. Um, any comment? Actually, Matt, real quick, what'd you score this? I actually probably go as I think I'm sitting at a three point seven five right now because I think the quality of the film built as it went along, especially and up to the very uh, moving ending, the very personal uh, feeling of the ending, which is very rare too, because yeah. a lot of movies unravel mm-hmm. you know they don't kind of start yeah. off a little weak and then yeah. you know uh, keep getting better keep getting right. better yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna go with a 3.5 okay. out of five That's with the potential of four i'm really curious mm-hmm. to see what happens this could turn great because mm-hmm. like i said earlier i think this is so unique it's such a fresh experience you know um with the comic book movies and everything else that we get it's like man i really do feel like i just watched something unique i don't know if i absolutely loved it but definitely something um it was a treat it was a yeah. really it was a really cool treat any closing comments three Three? Okay. Mm. Good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I uh, I don't know if I go see it again in the theater. Um, I, I'm curious to watch it on DVD where I can like back it up and pause it and look at everybody that's on the screen and yeah. stuff like that. This is the first movie in a long time. I can't wait to get the Blu-ray and just mm-hmm. analyze it. I just want to break down. I'd like to hear some commentaries, but fucking Spielberg, man. He yeah. doesn't do any commentaries. He doesn't do anything like that. So it's my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'd give it a 275, I think. Oh. Uh, you know, I just watched Pacific Rim Uprising last week, so it's nowhere near as bad as that, but <laughs> it's like... That looked horrible. What did yeah, you give Pacific Rim? Like a two. Oh, was, was John Boyega good? No. Oh, he was the worst part of the fucking that's movie. That's the only reason I would have went to go see it. He has it. no charisma. Mm-hmm. He, he, tra- he, tries to, he tries to do jokes, and like, like they all... Not a single joke. And not being a Star Wars fan, you do like John Boyega. Fucking, Attack of the Block is fucking yeah, yeah. incredible. He's, he has he's so a much charisma. charisma magnet in that. Mm. In an uprising and they leached like, him what? of his charisma? There's nothing. <gasps> There's nothing in front of fucking him. Fucking kaiju, man. Did you watch it? No. I'm surprised you didn't watch this. Well, I mean... You're a big kaiju, dude. I know, but I've got... I've had some stuff going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. You got no job, and you got, you're got a money saver. He was still working at that point. I was still But he's working. got fucking... He saves his money. Right. But anyways, 275, I thought it was a little too action-heavy and not enough character building. I don't think we we got enough, like... You, you get... don't Not even your main character really gets a whole lot of character building. You kill off his, like, aunt and stuff before you really get to that emotional center of him and... And this right here, guys, this is why I'm worried about the box office. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious what the 20 to 30, 
you know, let's say 15 to 30. I'm really curious what that's going to do to the box office. I wonder what people what you, are... What did your kids think when you came out of it? Did you ask my them? My son's in there playing uh, Fortnite right now. Olivia said she couldn't wait to get online and play video games. So uh, I'm curious, you the know. The future but, is now. Yeah, the future <laughs> is now. But yeah. in this, this is what I'm saying. This could turn into a classic because of this generation. Yeah. You know, um, I really think this is the, the time for this kind of movie. Um, yeah, did, you know, people our age when War Games came out, did they think like, oh, this is whatever. Well, this or, is something. You know, like, oh, that's yeah, a yeah. thing. Because I'm no, really curious, like man. kids that age were like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. nuclear war. Do you hear those scores, though? Uh, 3.5, 3.75, 3, 2.5, you know? And that's, looking online right now, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's like 80%. It's kind of like... Yeah, it's like no one's saying they love it. No one's saying they really fucking hate it. It's mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of the road there. So I'm curious to see what it does this weekend in in the coming weeks. It's not going to beat Black Panther, I don't think. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. no, you think no, Infinity no. War is going to beat Black Panther? I, don't know. I think Infinity War will crush it. Yeah, I fucking I really hope do. so. I really do. Jesus like, Christ! Because you're getting that that crowd that wanted to go see Black Panther plus everyone else. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So. All right, guys, let's get into some quick announcements and updates. Um, I want to start by giving a big shout-out to P.L. Boucher. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he created our new logo. Um, I think it turned out great. We've been going back and forth the last four to five weeks. You've probably um, been annoying the fuck out of him. <laughs> I think it's been a two-way, two-way uh, street there. but Because uh, uh, a lot of people... He says that you know they, they go to him like create me something, uh-huh. and uh, I've had this idea in my head for a long time, and I was like I, I have an idea, and I just need you to form it. So I sent him about seven eight pictures of what I wanted, and then he really delivered on the final um, you know final project. He just he brought to life what was in my head. Um, so what do you think of the logo, Matt? I think it looks cool. Um, very clean. Um, That's what I was looking for. I did like the uh, diversity, the color diversity. It's subtle by me. You can see that as well. Um, striking image. Um, well organized. Just a really good logo. That's what I was going for because I wasn't like we have our adventures in video land from Tony Skior who did the uh, DeLorean guy going into the video store. I don't think that's ever going to be replaced. Everybody loves that fucking oh, logo. It's right? the back of my fucking yeah, phone. Yeah, right, rightfully so. But it's not a good logo for like slap that on the back of a car on itunes yeah it's not a good album you know cover for itunes this right here you see the hands it looks clean it's it's just it's a good logo right you know and i think it encompasses everything that we're going for you Mm -hmm. know what do you think of that what i like most about it is that these colors are similar to this Mm -hmm. yeah so like this is still there in spirit it was important to have that color scheme Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think uh i like it it's it's very clean it's like it's not busy it gets Right to your point, and like it's it's just there. It's yeah, not, diversity doesn't take away from it. Community, it's got everything in there, you know. So, um, and then uh, the studio is back in order, guys. Yeah, you know, yes. we got a couple little tweaks we need to make. I think it sounds better in here. Yeah, the, getting no, all this that is shit much up. echo. Yeah. That's because when we, we did, did our, blood sport and kickboxer. It was oh, pretty bouncy. Yeah, bouncy, and I think uh, Matt, you said it perfectly. You said it was very tinny. Yes. Uh-huh. Very tinny. And I can I can tell a difference already just by having everything in here. So um, hopefully in the uh, next couple of weeks, um, send us some pictures. I'm looking for a nice oriental rug. Fucking classy. Really tie the room together. Really classy. <laughs> I just hope no one pisses on it. <laughs> but it's nice, dude. Like, 
did you guys see the ceiling, guys? Yeah, it's, it's fucking it's so, I'm so Great. happy that it's fucking done, guys. So, oh, it, it's it was a it only took us two months. A lot actually, a lot of shit happened in two months. Yeah. Like what, November, December, January? It's about three, three and a half months. But man, I wasn't expecting this project to get done until late in, summer. Late summer, mm-hmm. and right now we're you know we're fucking done. Yeah. You know, so again, a lot of love. I cannot uh, I cannot uh, praise. Richard Pope enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. would we would still be um, pass voted we, best ass on AV three years. Oh now. my god! Okay, so check this out with Richard Pope. I um, I thought it was going to take us to end of summer with him hooking us up. Mm-hmm. All right, if we did not ever have Richard Pope renovations by the Pope here, it would have been until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, he did all of the labor. I think he charged us, and this it was pretty much me saying we're going to give you something six million dollars. I think it was six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But Thank you for donating. <laughs> All together, I think four, four or five hundred bucks I gave him, and that was me saying you got to take some money, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he framed all this, put the the drywall up. Uh, he made me paint it. He doesn't like fucking painting. <laughs> what a what a bastard! <laughs> I was out here forever painting this. That's, shit, that man. is the worst aspect is the painting. The painting, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate painting. Uh, but uh, guys, the uh, the chalkboard uh, ceilings up, so we're gonna be yeah. doing our chalkboard quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your quote gonna be? It's the Tong Po quote, right? From no, it's not. <laughs> I'm going with Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Nice. Yeah. Yes. What are you going with? I know I had to have a quote. I know, everybody, everybody acts like they like they missed that. No, I, I didn't minute. know that I was going to get one. Yeah, yeah. You, I posted you donated. It. Anybody that donated? Yeah, everybody donated. Oh. And uh, so I posted a couple times. Hard Some people pass missed it. For now. Okay. But I don't have any idea what I would. Uh, What's what your I favorite movie? One of your favorite movies. Something from the Mummy. So yeah, yeah, you gotta put a Star Wars quote. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if I'm gonna give you. A, I don't even know if I'm gonna give you a quote. You're doing that whole fucking. We're just gonna, over there. Yeah, we're gonna draw your face up there. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna give. Uh, it's gonna Seth, be Emil Hirsch in the corner. <laughs> Seth gets that entire section over there. He's just gonna draw whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so I think that's better than the quote anyway. And get your art up on the wall. Well, we gotta have me. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. Are you going to have, a, like, an apparatus or something I can lay down on? So I can actually, like... Because I can't just be standing and You can it. stand on a stepladder, you know, mm-hmm. the thing right next nah, to you. Nah. No, okay. Can like draw a, like that? Sound like a fucking lazy ass. Mm-hmm. Can I lay down? <laughs> I just want to lay down. The Sistine Chapel just didn't happen, Brad. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there uh, <laughs> any other announcements you guys can think of? Um, what are we doing here recently? Versus, we got Shaw Brothers for the marathon. Oh coming up. yes, good call. In about two or three weeks, we'll be doing a Shaw Brothers marathon. Uh, the winner of that will move on to our martial arts bracket, where we'll compete against uh, many other movies, including uh, End of the Dragon, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Blood Bloodsport Dragon. <laughs> Bloodsport Dragon, only dragon <laughs> movies. The dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for Double Dragon to get in there. <laughs> yeah. Pete's Dragon. Oh, it's a great martial Dragon arts Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, no. so don't comment on this one, Kyle. Matt, three martial arts movies right now. If you could say who was going to win out of those three, Crouching Tiger, Enter the Dragon, or Bloodsport. Uh, that's tough. I'm probably leaning towards Enter the Dragon right now, mainly because of like the... Because your brother nominated. Well, that's partly <laughs> it. Um, it also just feels like... I'm really, I th- think, also more of a fan of old school martial arts rather than the wuja martial arts style. I think that's probably why I think it it probably has a better chance of winning, and I think should. I'm not the guy to ask. I've not seen it. And what movies. movies did you want us to put in that? 
Cradle to the Grave. <laughs> <laughs> so I want. Yeah, DMX Which, movies need to be in yeah, this, clearly. We are a Jet Li movie. We did. We had a hero. Yeah. yeah, is it in the bracket? It, it got beat. It. it got its it ass beat. It got, beat. It got go. its ass beat. There you go. Jet Li was in it, and he didn't make it. I guess so. There it is. Right. I'm not the guy to ask. I don't know. I've not seen any of those movies. Well, I haven't seen any of them either. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm really excited about the Shaw Brothers Marathon. That's going to be uh, filling a gap in my movie knowledge. And then uh, we have a Wing Wing versus um, in the mix, which I can't wait to get that out there. And uh, I'll go ahead and release our verses for the month of May. Um, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm going I'm to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. I think it's going to be one-sided by a lot of people, but I'll explain the reason I want to do the verses. Um, but to coincide with Cobra Kai releasing on YouTube Red, which I'm actually excited about. I don't know if I'll be able to fucking watch it. Because I don't have fucking YouTube Red. Uh, does but that just sound dirty? You're like a fry. It does. Fry sounds, yeah. yeah, it sounds like that's where you watch the, the dirty YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, I hate that crap. Yeah. Red too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some pranks are sticking their dick in ice cream or something, you know? <laughs> what? What kind of prank is that? watch those kind of videos? Who's that pranking specifically? <laughs> you want to go out for ice cream? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> hey, you know I can't have sugar. <laughs> oh, man. But you could have penis. So, uh... leans and dick. <laughs> But I am going to do a Karate Kid versus Rocky. So I think a lot of people would probably go the Rocky route mm-hmm. without thinking about it. They would just say... Which Rocky? Man, if you're Rocky like the trainers, Rocky. though, Miyagi? Is he better well, than Mick? Mick and Rocky's not that great. Yeah. Rocky 2 is not until he really comes into his own. I, so. I think probably Rocky Rocky 1 okay. and, and Karate Kid 1. I think Rocky, at the end of the day, will probably take the prize. But I've been wanting to have this conversation since last year. John G. Avilton died. John G. Avildsen directed Karate Kid and Rocky One, And if you break them down, um, you look at uh, fucking the underdog story. You look at... I mean, I, dude, Johnny versus Daniel son at the end is fucking awesome. Locations. You know, the, the, the wrestling ring's kind of generic in Rocky One. I actually like... The fucking uh, the tournament in Karate Kid, um, the pl- the white platform and stuff. Um, you know, Rocky score is perfect in my eyes, but then you also have you're the best around, and no one ever gonna bring it. Dude, I love that shit, right? Um, yeah, look at the trainers. Um, they're both iconic, but in you know without rewatching them, fucking Mickey don't do too much of shit in Rocky One. Rocky Two is when he has him chasing chickens. Okay, he just like stay away from the grills and don't have sex, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, fucking Mr. Miyagi, dude, he's fucking wax on, wax off, all that shit. So anyway, he wax off, sh- whack, jerk off, jerk <laughs> on, beating the shit out of out a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it's Rightfully I really so. want to have yeah, that yeah. conversation. So, um, can Rocky? Rocky won the Golden Idol for the uh, boxing marathon mm-hmm. before Council, so it never got a kick up. You should have done three ninjas versus Rocky uh, Karate yeah. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can Rocky become a two-time Golden Idol winner and then kicked up to Pantheon? Uh, one, it won the boxing marathon, so can it can it win in the underdog? You know, uh, the underdog off. Yeah, the underdog off. The underdog off. I like that. Sounds dirty, but I like it. Um, So I think I'm. That's gonna be fun. So we're gonna do that one in May, and then also contact is up for Pantheon consideration. Mm -hmm. So don't forget in the poll, you guys are both voting council members. Uh, Did you vote in the poll? I've not yet. What's your thoughts on that? Been a long time. Um, Contacts of a movie where not a lot happens, and then even at the end, nothing happens. Hey. Some stuff's gonna happen, but it's gonna take time, kiddo. <laughs> and then that's you just ruined the movie I for mean, me. That's basically it. Where it's just like that was deep. What I just watch. I mean, 
That's basically it. You know, the ball never dropped. I mean, the ball just went straight through. You didn't go anywhere, but I, but I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't usually say I wouldn't usually say anything, but I will say something Camera because it doesn't mean any, it doesn't mean anything. Um, contact. I haven't watched since it came out. No, same here. So it might as well be a new experience. Mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah. shit about it is contact. For me. I've never watched it. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Curious. Yeah. So I'm... I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh well, it'll make a whole lot of sense cool. when you watch it. Okay. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> also great uh, nomination. Um, you know, uh, last week when yeah. you had children, children of men yeah. up for it, it failed. I'm glad it missed by two and not by one because if it misses by one, then you're, you're like, like, fuck. Yeah, fuck who's the that, council. Who's, who's that, that one goddamn person, Brad? That could have fucking cousin, changed his vote. Cousin Wayne. <laughs> fucking Brian gives it the most glowing review ever, and then at the end he's like, and eh, man, never mind. No, nope. <laughs> it's like a four seven five. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Brian? Yeah, Jesus. I think Children Men's a really good movie. Um, <laughs> did you say it's so hard I, to follow Jaws? I haven't guys. been able to keep up with. I haven't been able to go back and watch. Um, so a couple episodes ago at the Game Preserve, you said that there was multiple cuts. There is. Kyle, you. This is your nomination. You lived and breathed this. Yeah. What do you want to say? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I it, there's nothing that would indicate that they are. So what did you say, Seth? You said there's multiple I'll just cuts find in it the... during the long shot. It's in three pieces. I'll just, just find, find it. Really and what do you think, Kyle? I I don't know what you're talking about. As far as I've ever looked up, it's never been notified that there's been multiple takes in any of the, the three long takes that they've taken. Yeah. I movies. thought it was quite impressive. Um, yeah. I love the one takes. What do you think of that, man? You think there's anything there? Any any chops? Any edits? Um, no, the only, the, like, the only thing I think I what mentioned two more time. Edit? No, yeah. what's that called? <laughs> a long shot? Steady yeah. cam? What would you uh, call that? Yeah. One, one, one take? One, one take? Is that really what that's called? Nothing's coming up yeah. when I... Sure it's not. <laughs> oh. Long take? Uh, search one take bullshit. Children of Men. <laughs> See yeah. what comes up. What do you, so what do you well, think? Well, the only time I noticed it was when there was blood on the camera Single lens, shot. and then later on in the scene, it disappeared. So I thought, no, maybe, maybe there's a cut there. But that's Ooh. the only time I noticed it. Yeah. That's why I didn't make Pantheon. Yeah, what no. a bullshit no, no, movie. No, fucking no, lies. No, fucking all lies. No. <laughs> but anyway, I, I thought that was a good nomination. And he used my Zemeckis cube and go back in time. Yeah. I ultimately said no to the Children of Men, yeah. but I wish there would be more nominations like that. I don't think anyone like said that they disliked the movie. Like Everyone gave it at least over a four I liked it a lot, yeah. and was like, man, I really yeah, liked yeah. it. Like I'm really on the edge of yeah. giving it a yes, but I, you yeah. know. Because yeah. those are the nominations I would like to see uh, this year, next year, because um, it's easy. It's so easy to do. My least favorite nominations are, and they, they, I understand them because they have to happen. Mm-hmm. They have to happen. Yeah. Um, but the fucking Back to the Futures, the Jaws, mm-hmm. the, you know, it's like those are so easy. But again, I, I get it because if, if we don't nominate them, if, mm-hmm. if we don't do a versus a marathon, they're never going to come up. Right. And then we don't get them in the, so I get it. Yeah. But I like the brave ones. Mm-hmm. I like the brave ones where you're like, I don't know what people are going to say about this, especially when those and brave I really, ones I really didn't know where it was going to go. I was like, this is either going to squeak by or just get like pummeled. I didn't think it would, you know, be a clear like take off and everyone love it, but you know, I I I am glad with what I put up. It's hard to follow jaws, right. guys. Yeah, Real fucking hard yeah. to follow jaws. Did you find anything? Which which one are you talking about? Children of Men. <laughs> which long take, Kyle? There's 3. Yeah. Yeah. Because the car's not, or the car is real. I'm talking about that's the one where he's about. walking with the kid at the end. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that's clipped up. I know it is. That I've seen. There's the big gunfight when they go when he I'm goes not to talking, find Key. I'm only talking about the walking out. Okay. That's the only one I'm talking about. So you think that you think it might happen in the third act? It does when he's walking with his back to him. Mm-hmm. I know that that's been clipped up. 
I didn't notice anything there, but uh, I thought it was impressive. Yeah. Is even that if, what you noticed? It is, it makes it, yeah, it makes it more impressive, even if it, if it is, because it's impossible to tell. Hmm. All right, guys. Well, maybe Seth will find something. Maybe he won't. But uh, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Matt, where can Videoland find you? You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at TravelinMatt77. You can find me on WordPress, and you can find me on Goodreads. What would your avatar be in the Oasis? Tonko? Oh, man. Tonko. You'd have to, I'd have to get back to me. Maybe Indiana Jones. Is oh, nice. Why not? Why not? I like it. Yeah, I'd be Tyler okay. Durden. Yeah. Fucking see his abs. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, Seth, Seth's looking that up. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, Kyle, in the group, uh, Movie Script Life, everywhere else. Who'd your avatar be? Deadpool. <laughs> I just don't. I wouldn't die. I'm just an asshole, sarcastic yeah. asshole, and uh, it would just really piss Brian off. Yeah. So that's I'm great. Looking forward to Dead, I'm looking forward to Deadpool too, Absolutely. man. When does that come out? Is it after? No, is it's it before? It, is it no, before Infinity War? No, it's. It was going to be. They were like a week apart, and that's why. Well, it's not why Infinity War moved. Yeah, they're afraid of Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah, they're afraid of Deadpool. (laughs) So it's like mid mid May. All right. Well, you can find me on Adventures in Video Land. Um, I'm all over the place, usually posting ridiculous memes in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, Seth, working the cool. All right. So um, I am. uh, I'm Seth. You can find me on Facebook. I can't find anything about it right now. Boom. Um, (laughs) Sure, Kyle's right. (laughs) They're all single shots, even though like. I've seen it. Where they they clipping it up anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> calm, calm down. Is that how you want to be when Jesus comes back? <laughs> Is that how you want to be when Jesus comes back? Telling me to calm down. Why are you, why are you repeating after repeating shit I'm saying? You just made me say shit. Jesus is gonna be pissed. Go ahead, tell us where you're at. So I'm Seth. You can find me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I am. Uh, Laird Geek on Twitter, L-A-R-D-G-E-K, all one word. I am uh, Slick underscore Randy on the PSN network. Um, and uh, Don't look for him at the Game Preserve anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there Don't look for me at the Game Preserve anymore. I almost called you to yesterday because Jem has decided that he wants to buy the Legion, Star Wars Legion. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. Fuck, where am I going to get it now? Yeah. So now, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I guess I can go the old Amazon route. Huh? Or we can support the uh, Sages. But Electronic Bay. Should we do that? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the camera's oh, off. I love the it. So, off. Seth, you've been listening to... Criticism at its finest. We are Adventures of Video Land. You can find us on... Uh, Tumblr, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on uh, Twitter at uh, Videolanders. Um, Pornhub! Pornhub? Pornhub, sure. Yeah. You can, uh, I, you post our videos on there, don't you? On Pornhub? Yeah. Yeah. You should. Should I? Do you? No. You should. It'd be hilarious. There's like, <laughs> like someone would, I'm sure that someone would find us and find it entertaining. Oh, right, real quick. Our logo, our Adventures logo. It, no. You, no. Why? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what? I say no. Whoa. What do you think? But he wants to change it so we're all grabbing a dildo instead of a just for a variant. Like, yeah, I mean just for the Pornhub like yeah for va- a variant. Yeah, like what what color? Why dildo? Why not just a real dick? Both. Yeah, two variants. Yeah. What do you think, man? Do we need a variant where it's like a just a sloppy? 
<laughs> Wang. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny. I, no, dude, I love Doug. We're all Doug. grabbing a pussy and there's a MAGA hat in the back. I, I love Diamond Doug. Anytime I'm just like, Diamond Doug, wink, we need something here. He's like, I'll be right back. And he comes back with like a fucking lightsaber in the hand. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, check us out on adventuresinvideoland.com. Uh, Brad works tirelessly. And, I work tirelessly. Yes, you do yes, too. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, like, don't then, yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but guys, the conversation long. begins and ends on Facebook. Facebook. So find us, Adventures in Video Land, on Facebook, and enjoy the conversation. Until next time, my good people, peace out.